It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The Denver Nuggets are headed to the NBA Finals for the first time ever. How are they able to sweep LeBron and the Lakers? Also, the NFL made a key roster change and the city of Green Bay is a good choice to host the NFL Draft. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. The Denver Nuggets sent the L.A. Lakers packing, though not very far. It was in L.A., a 113-111 Game 4 win that seemed far from certain at halftime, but Denver put together a 36-16 third quarter, and that was enough, including a defensive stop in the fourth on LeBron James to get the Nuggets to the NBA Finals. Nicole Jokic is in the company of Wilt Chamberlain in playoff triple doubles. Now a new NBA record. Matt Moore from Locked On Nuggets joins me. And this was um, a a show me series for the Denver Nuggets. They showed us. What did you find uh, particularly impressive in this game four? I just think the resiliency. You know, this team has shown it before in the past. We kind of wondered if this iteration would have it. Coming back from 3-1 versus Utah in the bubble. Coming back from 3-1 versus the Clippers in the bubble. And we kind of wondered, would this team have, one, resiliency when they hit real adversity? And two, you know, would they be able to win on the road in a tough environment? And would they have the kind of mindset to finish off a, a series, a tough one, in an environment where they've got the opportunity to get it done? Like They were one win from their first NBA Finals. Can you do that on the road versus LeBron James and the Lakers? And can you do that if LeBron James gives you an incredible performance, which he did? LeBron was amazing tonight. But overall, the Nuggets were better. The Nuggets have been better this entire season. And this honestly validates a lot of like the regular season. This looks very wonky. The Nuggets have been the best team in the Western Conference since December. That's how long they've been at the top of the Western Conference. They've got more shooters. They play more closely together. They have more guys that can step up. They've got the best player on the floor in the series. It showed with Joker having another incredible game. That third quarter run was really impressive in terms of the way that they ratcheted up their defense after giving up 71 points in that first half, the Nuggets defense really came to play in that second half and the Lakers cooled off. And as a result, the Nuggets got into their sets easier, were able to play their game. And over the course of 48 minutes, the better team won out. I think there's also something fitting about a defensive play that wins you the game for a team that defensive play has been the question mark. Can they get enough stops in the postseason? Their defense this year has been better than I think a lot of people realize as well. Mike Malone said something after game three about his team and Nikola Jokic not getting enough credit. Now that we're here with with the game four win in hand, I think there were some people going, eh, you still got to win a couple more games, Mike Malone. But now that they've done it, um, how much do you think that sort of nobody believes in us kind of idea is fueling this team right now, although they, you know, the number one seed in the West? 
I mean, we'll see. You know, I, I think it's still going to fuel them because they're going to they're going to hear every single piece of positive support for the Eastern Conference opponent, whether it's the Celtics or more than likely the Heat. Like there was already podcast today on Monday talking about like, oh, I don't know, like they've got Bam out of bio to throw at Jokic. What? Like I was yeah. just like, what? Okay, like. The only way I think that the Nuggets are really going to get the credit that probably that they deserve is if they win the title. And then they're going to have to win the title impressively. And even then people will be like, well, it was a down year. Um, Maybe he'll take three. I don't know. Jokic got one MVP and that wasn't enough to get him the respect. So I don't know what it's going to take, but eventually probably I've said this on Locked On a lot, Locked On Nuggets, that over a long enough timeline, Nikola Jokic wins over everybody. He just proves to everybody who he is. And the Nuggets are kind of being the same kind of thing over a long enough timeline. They finally get you in their corner. I think a lot of people are converted, but there's probably still some holdouts that we'll see in the NBA Finals. This this is a team that over the last few seasons, unfortunately, the Jamal Murray injury cost them two playoff runs with Jamal Murray. And I think this was an opportunity for him to re-announce himself as, hey, I'm, I'm a really, really good player. And for the moment, he's the difference between what this team was this year and what those other teams were, and of course, Nikola Jokic becoming, you know, maybe the best player in the world right now. Yeah, and, you know, honestly, they've maintained that. They believed in what this core was capable of in the few handy five games that they had with Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., Nikola Jokic, and Jamal Murray. They believed in what that could be. They believed that they could get back here. Murray put in a lot of work from what was a very devastating injury for him, not only physically, but emotionally and mentally, and has come back, and every time this year, he's been very much like it's another step it's another step it's another step and for him to get back here and have had these performances to have shown up in such a big way to be the kind of second player that a superstar needs that quite honestly LeBron James didn't have tonight is massive and that's the kind of difference that can get you to the NBA finals stay up to date all year on the Denver Nuggets by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Nuggets on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the NFL is making a roster change for the upcoming season. Before we get to that, Tom Brady is officially an NFL owner. And no, we're not talking about the Jets. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be winning the NBA championship. Or you can check out the spread on Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals. FanDuel likes the heat by a point and a half over the Celtics. So don't miss your chance at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. They're an official sports betting partner of the NBA. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. 
You can't keep Tom Brady away from the game. Las Vegas Raiders owner Mark Davis acknowledged Monday he has come to an agreement with Brady for the retired quarterback and future Hall of Famer to join the organization's ownership group pending NFL approval. We're excited for Tom to join the Raiders, Davis told ESPN in a phone call, and it's exciting because he will be just the third player in the history of the National Football League to become an owner. Davis, though, had no comment when asked if Brady finally admitted to him if the tuck rule play was actually a fumble. That should have been contingent on ownership, I would have assumed. The NFL will have the capacity to flex a limited number of late-season Thursday night football games on the Amazon Prime streaming platform. This according to a resolution approved by NFL owners Monday in a closed vote on the first day of their spring meetings. The resolution passed with approval votes from 24 owners, the minimum required to enact a new rule, and will be in effect on a trial basis for the 2023 season only. If no Thursday night games are flexed, the resolution will carry over to the 2024 season, which seems weird because if you don't flex any games, then maybe you don't need to do that. But the NFL now has flex options for all of its primetime games, having previously added a flex option for a window of Monday night football games this season. It has had the authority to flex Sunday night football since 2006. And on the ice, the Florida Panthers began a roll back in the first round of the playoffs when they beat the Boston Bruins, a historically good Boston Bruins team at that. They are one win away from sweeping the Carolina Hurricanes and making their first Stanley Cup final since 1996. One win away from the Stanley Cup final, the Florida Panthers are. What, what is up, guys? I'm Armando Velez from the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers defeat the Carolina Hurricanes by a final score of one to nothing in game three at FLA Live Arena. And this is a game where the Carolina Hurricanes were dominating the possession basically the whole time. There was a whole bunch of odd man rushes. The Florida Panthers were pinned in their own zone. And in the one and only power play that the Carolina Hurricanes got, the Florida Panthers flipped the script and what the Carolina Hurricanes did in game two on their PK. The Florida Panthers did not allow any zone time for the Carolina Hurricanes and scored on the power play as well themselves. Sam Reinhart getting it past Freddie Anderson far side and Sergey Bobrovsky. It, it, he, it, what more can you say about the run that he has been on over 930 state percentage and a, under 2.20 goals against average ever since coming into game four of the Boston series and he's has been the sole reason or the main reason at least that the Florida Panthers got to where they have being one win away from the Stanley Cup final. Oakland Athletics broadcaster Glenn Kuyper was fired by NBC Sports California after using a racial slur during a telecast while describing a trip to the Negro League Baseball Museum. The network said the relationship would be terminated effective immediately. This from a statement. Kuyper has been calling A's games in the Bay Area for the last 20 years. He's the younger brother of former Major Leaguer and Giants announcer Dwayne Kuyper. And on the diamond, the San Francisco Giants only scored runs in the first inning, but they got all they needed to beat the Minnesota Twins. The Giants had four runs, four batters into this game against the Minnesota Twins, and then they did not score again the rest of the game, but the pitching made it hold up in a bullpen game. This is Ben Kaspik with the Lockdown Giants podcast. Walk, walk, double homer, 4 nothing Giants in the first inning, 
you're thinking this is going to be a blowout, but the Giants were not able to add on. Conforto, by the way, the one hitting the big uh, three-run homer, but the Giants pitching in a bullpen game. John Brebbia for one inning. Sean Manaya for three and two-thirds, eight strikeouts. Tristan Beck, Tyler Rogers, and Scott Alexander, they locked it down and held the Twins to one run. So a really impressive job by the bullpen in this bullpen game, and the offense did enough in the first four hitters to make a stand. So uh, we'll break this one down tomorrow on Locked on Giants, where it's your team every day. Here is another story you need to know. The NFL used to let teams have an emergency quarterback, and then they didn't. And then the 49ers lost in the NFC Championship game because they didn't have a healthy quarterback to play. And so now you can do it again. Joining me from Locked On 49ers and, of course, Peacock and Williamson, Brian Peacock. And and Brian, let me start here as a way to get into this conversation because, to me, this is a solution in search of a problem. But how do things change in the NFC Championship if the 49ers can play, what, on the season? Their 18th quarterback? Yeah, it it doesn't change anything because they didn't have any quarterbacks left to turn to anyway. They were they were already on their fourth quarterback, and so QB five would have been somebody even worse than Josh Johnson <laughs> if they had a QB five, which they didn't even have a player on their roster. So it wouldn't have changed anything in this game. But I I totally understand why this rule would be there because it's the most important position on the field, and you don't want to have stinker football games if you're the NFL, and you get to a playoff game, you at least have to have somebody who can throw the football, and it, it really ruined that game and ruined it for everybody, especially the 49ers, but definitely the fans. And in a playoff game, in an NFC Championship game, you got a lot of people who don't care which team wins. They want to see an NFL football game, and they're turning off the TV because the game's over. So that's the biggest thing for me, is just viewership. You can't have a game that is quarterbackless in this league. And even with Purdy out and Josh Johnson in the game, going into halftime, the 49ers were at least somewhat in it. There was that big Christian McCaffrey run. And it's like, okay, they're going to hang around a little bit. And I remember I tweeted out at halftime. like, look, good news is uh, everything that has gone wrong for the 49ers, everything that could have gone wrong for the 49ers has. And then Josh Johnson got hurt on top of it. It's like, oh, never mind. I totally lied about that. Now they <laughs> literally don't have a quarterback. And so there was no shot. They weren't going to win the game anyway once Brock Purdy went down. But um, yeah, it's it's a rule that needs to be there in the case of emergency. And I think it just allows teams to have that third quarterback and really allows the league to roster an extra player around the league too. So that'll be nice. And maybe teams will be able to use it as a developmental slot for a quarterback that they would have normally kept. I Let me play devil's advocate on this, all right? Who doesn't love a position player pitching in a baseball game? Like every time a quarterback gets hurt, what do we hear from the announcer on, on the call? Oh, such and such position player is the emergency quarterback. Randall Cobb was the emergency quarterback for the Packers forever. And there was part of every Packer fan that was like, I kind of think it'd be fun to see what this offense would look like just for like a, you know, a drive with Randall Cobb at quarterback. I under, I totally understand why in a playoff game that is totally untenable. Like you don't want in baseball. It's cool to see a position player pitch, but if it's October, if it's the playoffs, like I want to pitch your pitching, please, for the love of God. So I get why you'd want it for the playoffs, but I kind of think in the regular season, like just let it ride. Well, look, and I agree with you. And the the thing is, we didn't even get to see the emergency quarterback play because Kyle Shanahan thought it was still a better idea. Right. I wanted to see the Wildcat with CMC. I want that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see it too. We were calling for it. We're like, let's Christian McCaffrey throw the ball. We'd seen him throw a touchdown pass that year. He, he can throw the ball okay. He knows how to an NFL play works. 
But Kyle Shanahan thought it was better to have a quarterback that couldn't throw and could only hand off the ball, be the quarterback rather than going wildcat and just doing something else. And so I think that's how far down the line we are of, um, and especially with Kyle Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan's offense is it's so complicated and there's so much that needs to happen on a play that you can't even have the position player pitching in the NFL in some cases because that can't even possibly work. And and I, I still think that Kyle Shanahan should have done something else. And maybe it made Brock Purdy's injury worse because he had to put off surgery for like an extra month because of swelling. Would his surgery have happened sooner? Would he be healthy sooner? So the 49ers would have a clear mm. picture at quarterback going into this year. So there's a lot of questions I have. And I, I'm with you. I would have much rather seen just for the purpose of let's have some fun here let christian mccaffrey play quarterback because he can do just about everything else on a football field i bet it wouldn't have been any worse you are very you're you're a good friend brian for not bringing up the fact that the 49ers have in fact won playoff games where all they did was hand the ball off yeah well look uh i I was trying not to bring up the packers in this hit like i usually do because (laughs) you are a a brand they beat the vikings that way too by the way (laughs) that's true they actually ran it they actually threw it fewer times against the vikings than against the packers so you got that going for you stay up to date all year on the nfl by subscribing to locked on sports today and peacock and williamson on your favorite podcast app and on youtube coming up why despite some complaints green bay was not just a good but a great choice host the NFL Draft. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. People aren't happy about the NFL deciding the NFL draft is going to take place in Green Bay in 2025. I'm not sure why. The area is perfect for the draft. For a lot of reasons, as I outlined on my other show, Locked on Packers. Hundreds of thousands of people are going to come and they're going to experience the special relationship that people in Green Bay, that people in the state of Wisconsin, that Packer fans around the world, not just the country, the world, have with this team. It is unique in sports, forget football, unique in sports. And not not even unique in the way that we often say where it's like, this is really cool and special. No, it is one of one. This is a team owned by the people. The Green Bay Packers are a professional football team for the people, by the people. And the rest of the world is going to get an opportunity they wouldn't otherwise get because... Yeah, when the Packers play the Bears, Bears fans come. And when the Packers play the Patriots every four years, and it's not even in Green Bay every four years, it might be in Green Bay every eight years, because you you trade off, a group of people get to come and experience. A very select group of people get to come and experience it. Hundreds of thousands all at once will descend on northeastern Wisconsin and experience a place 
that has a relationship with football, a relationship with their team that is just not like anything they have ever seen before. There are going to be so many people who want to come to experience Green Bay precisely because of what it is. A small town, the smallest in American professional sports, that has supported not just a team, but a great team, a historic team, for 100 years. That's, that's what Green Bay has done. That's what Packer fans have done. What has your city done? What has your fan base done? And who are you to complain about having to, having to cover this event? This is impossibly cool. And finally, you may have enjoyed your weekend, but probably not as much as PGA professional Michael Block. His hole-in-one was just one highlight of his 15th place finish at the PGA Championship, a result that automatically qualifies him for next year's PGA. Remember, he is a PGA professional, a teacher, not a PGA Tour player. At least not yet. He also earned a sponsor exemption into the Charles Schwab Challenge this week. And, oh, by the way, he got just shy of 290K for his 15th place finish at the PGA. This is a dude who works as the course professional at Arroyo Trubico Golf Club, teaching people like you and me how to swing a club. Now he's living the life of a big-time golfer. And just in case you were wondering, and I know you were, Block is... Plus 50,000 on FanDuel to win the Charles Schwab. I mean, a dollar? Come on. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up tomorrow, will playoff Jimmy sink the Celtics? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.